Let me just run this by my lawyer is a really helpful phrase to have in your back pocket. Legal Shield has been giving legal peace of mind for over 50 years. They connect you to a vetted law firm in your state for an affordable monthly fee. Want an experienced set of eyes on a contract's fine print? Or you finally want to get that will done? Legal Shield has a dedicated group of lawyers who have your back, no matter what the future brings. Sign up today at LegalShield.com forward slash iHeart. PPLSI does not provide legal representation or advice. See a plan for complete terms. When you buy Kroger brand products, you feel like you're winning. That's because they offer proven quality at lower than low prices. In fact, we guarantee that you and your family will love how Kroger brand products taste. Or you get your money back. So next time you're shopping for the family, look for delicious Kroger brand products. Because they'll make you all feel like you're winning. Shop now, in-store, or online. Kroger. Fresh for everyone. It's time for today's Lucky Land Horoscope with Victoria Cash. Life's gotten mundane, so shake up the daily routine and be adventurous with a trip to Lucky Land. You know what they say, your chance to win starts with a spin. So go to LuckyLandSlots.com to play over 100 social casino-style games for free for your chance to redeem some serious prizes. Get lucky today at LuckyLandSlots.com. Available to players in the U.S., excluding Washington and Michigan. No purchase necessary. VGW Group. Void were prohibited by law. 18 plus. Terms and conditions apply. It's never been more important to diversify your financial portfolio. Well, that's right. The S&P is down 20% from the last year, and this year looks even worse. Gold and precious metals offer a hedge against inflation and stock market volatility. And Legacy Precious Metals is the company Ken and I trust. Protect your retirement account by rolling it into a gold-backed IRA or have metals shipped directly to your door. Call our friends at Legacy Precious Metals today at 866-691-2173. Or visit buylegacygold.com. As I just uh, explained in detail in the last segment, uh, there's a Senate bill. It's 262, and it's uh, no bail. That would be, that's it. That's the deal. Zero bail. Bob Hertzberg, the boob uh, from uh, San Fernando Valley in Van Nuys, he's current state senator. He's running to be uh, L.A. County supervisor, and it's his weird, sick, twisted obsession allow criminals to uh, run off after they've been arrested for their crimes without bail. Nobody knows why. This clearly causes uh, more horrible things to happen. Um, I don't know. I kind of remember a day where virtually every legislator didn't want people to suffer as crime victims. And uh, now there's, uh, oh, at least California, probably 70, 75% of them uh, don't care if you're a crime victim. In fact, it's your fault. So there are victims groups uh, getting together because they're so unhappy about this Senate bill, which has until Wednesday to uh, go up for a vote, Senate Bill 262. And we're going to talk now to uh, Patricia Wenskunis. And uh, she's with one of the victims' rights groups. Uh, Patricia, how are you? I'm pretty good, thanks. How are you doing? Thanks so much for having me on today. Which group are you with? Are you with Stop Stop Zero Bail? I'm with Crime Survivors. We're a a nonprofit organization that helps victims of violent crime. Yeah, we've had you on before, I remember now. Um, Yeah. But you're part of this this coalition of victim rights groups that wants to stop the zero bail idea. Um, Where is this bill? Because from what we understand... It's it, the deadline is Wednesday to get this voted on. 
Correct. And I think the big thing here right now is nobody knows what to expect. Nobody knows what Hertzberger is doing. Uh, and so for us, we feel like we all need to call, whether you're victims, survivors, community members, anybody that cares about public safety, because let's be honest, I mean, look what's happening in Los Angeles. Look what's happening all over the state. And now they want to make it zero bail. Victims and survivors are afraid to come forward now, and we need to make sure that we're there for them as their voice. We, we are there to make sure that this does not happen. And so I'm asking everybody to call Hertzberg's office and say, listen, enough is enough. We cannot allow this to happen. Yeah, and his office number in the San Fernando Valley is 818-901-5588. That's 818-901-5588, and I'll give that number out again uh, later on in the segment. But, Patricia, um, how broad is this bill? I mean, this would give no bail to what kind of crimes? You know, I mean, I honestly, at this time, it could be probably anything, because right now when they tried to do this before with the zero bail, um, it was descriptive in saying that it could be violent crime, it could be felonies, it could be misdemeanors. And right now, he's sneaking this through, or he's trying to sneak it through, so that the majority of individuals do not even know what is going to take place, what crimes, what's valid, what's not valid. And, you know, the people voted. Proposition 25, 9.3 million Californians voted. And 9.3 million Californians said, we do not want zero bail. We want public safety. We want to be able to be able to come in and out of our houses. We want to make sure that victims know that somebody is going to show up to court. If you have zero bail, what person is going to want to even show up to court? So this proposition specifically addressed this exact issue, zero bail. Correct. And a big majority voted against the concept of zero bail. So we just did this last year or two years ago. We just did it. And they keep he keeps trying to put it through. He's been doing this for years, similar to the things like Proposition 47, Proposition 57. The people keep saying no, but then they keep switching things up. They reword them and then they try to sneak them through at the last second. So that people do not realize these are our elected officials, these politicians that we're voting in, and they're not hearing our voices. They're not he hearing about the victims, the survivors, the crime rate. I mean, my God, the crime rate is through the roof right now. How many murders, how many rapes, sexual assaults, how much more violence can our communities handle? And we need to make sure that we're keeping our victims and survivors safe out there. Um, what is the driving force behind Hertzberg to do this? What, what, why, why does he want zero bail? I mean, even after these tragic stories, like we've been talking about that there was a transient, uh, I mentioned this story. I'll tell the, the more details later, but Troy Davis is the guy who uh, killed that poor woman up in Sacramento, murdered, raped her, killed her dogs, burned her house. Even after that, and, and, and that was a well-publicized story, and everybody who heard that story was just angered and appalled by it. Why, why would he make another run at this? These are the final days of his term as a state senator. What, what, why is this so important to his legacy? Do you know? You know, I think he backed off because of that case, and I think now he thinks, like, oh, time has passed. People don't remember it, but people remember it. 
The family remembers it. Victims and survivors remember it. Community members remember it. And we've had enough. And so I think he's trying to sneak it through now because I think he wants to run for L.A. County supervisor. Yeah, he is running. Correct. And so he's likely to push this through so that he can get the individuals that are out there wanting to say no prison, no bail. We don't want to hold criminals uh, accountable. So, so that this they is, will go this ahead is and a winning. Him. He thinks this is a winning political issue for his race to become supervisor. No bail. Well, I, I don't know the guy. And frankly, to be honest with you, I'm assuming that, yes, because look at what else is happening. Look at these other elected officials that are staying in office, like Gascon, and people still want him in office as well. And where's the support? Where's the support for victims and survivors? You and I can't imagine that people wouldn't want to support victims and survivors. Well, and so what, what's, hap- what's happened in the world? Victims and survivors usually were, were, you know, kind of at the top of the hierarchy in people that you wanted to care about, protect, help. No bail creates more victims, more people to be listed as survivors. Why have people turned on crime victims? You know, I I wish I could say that. As a survivor myself, I have no idea. Most days I'm just shaking my head and thinking, how can this possibly be? How can this happen? But you know what? We're coddling the offenders and the criminals, and actually they're calling them the victims and survivors. And then the innocent victims, they're being treated with disrespect and not provided anything that they need. And what's funny is the guys committing the crimes, they don't care about anybody showing them coddling and compassion. They're laughing at this, and they're going out and acting violent the next day. I mean, they're, 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 all this compassion is being lavished on uh, a, a subclass doesn't, It doesn't care. They think it's funny that people are giving them free reign because they're able yeah, to but- rob and steal and make money off of that, and then they can unleash all their violent anger inside them, and they can escape any consequences for that. Well, I hope it never happens, but until one of these elected officials feel it themselves, that's the only thing that's going to make it really change. But we also can't lose hope. We need to have voices like yours and other community and other elected officials out there, like District Attorney Todd Spitzer in Orange County, other individuals out here that really do care about victims and survivors. And we're going to use our voice. We're going to keep being the voice for the voiceless. We're not going to give up, and we are going to do all that we can to stop this zero bail. All right, that phone number for Bob Hertzberg's Valley Office, again, is 818-901-5588, 818-901-5588. You should call it immediately since uh, the office uh, is still open. And call any of your assembly and state senators because uh, Hertzberg is trying to cobble together enough support to get this past the deadlines Wednesday, end, end of business on Wednesday. Patricia, thanks for coming on. Great. Thank you so much. Pat- Patricia Wenskunis, and uh, she's with an organization that uh, is trying to stop crime in this state but and to try to stop zero bail. I'll run down the details of that crime again, and I'll give out the phone number again for Hertzberg's office. Because th- if this sneaks through in the final days, oh, it's, it's, uh, things are just going to get worse and worse. And so you really, really have to make your voice heard. Uh, and, and you have to do it soon, and you have to do it loudly. John and Ken, KFI. I am trying, believe me, I am trying to find out what would be 
specifically in this zero bail law from the uh, bowels of State Senator Bob Hertzberg from the Valley. And this really is from his colon. It's a terrible zero bail bill. Uh, Katie Grimes wrote about it uh, just a few days ago in California Globe. Katie Grimes is very sharp on uh, puncturing the uh, gas balloons that come floating out of Sacramento. And this would destroy the bail industry because it would take, because so many, so many uh, defendants would no longer need bail. That, that's another, I don't know if you'd call it a side effect. Maybe this was the main idea is by imposing a drastic zero bail law, there wouldn't be any bail bondsmen anymore. And uh, so then there'd be nobody to facilitate bail. Um, so he, he, he introduced this bill last fall, as we mentioned, and here quickly is the details of this case. There was a transient, his name's Troy Davis. He was released from prison early and he was let out in a zero bail release after getting caught stealing a car. He was then caught masturbating on a front porch in the same neighborhood. This was caught on the ring camera. <clears throat> this was the same neighborhood that um, this, this, this woman was killed in. And her name was Kathleen Tibbetts. No, I'm sorry, Kate Tibbetts in the Land Park neighborhood of Sacramento. And this was the murder, the rape, the dogs being killed, house set on fire. And Tibbetts' murder turn the tide against the bill quickly. Hertzberg keeps claiming that he would have kept people like Davis in jail, except no bail is no bail. Stealing a car is not going to get you bail. Um, as the Yolo County DA pointed out, Jeff Reisig, Davis was released on zero bail after committing a new felony, because that's what stealing a car should be despite having prior convictions and prison time for multiple violent felonies. So if you're not going to give bail, if you're not going to insist on bail for Troy Davis, who's going to get it? I, I, mean, I mean, it's it's multiple violent felonies, prior convictions, new felony committed. He got out. And then he, he kills this woman. Vern Pearson of the California District Attorneys Association said none of these appalling crimes would have occurred had this person been behind bars. And this bill allows an offender to be eligible for zero bail. All right, so here's, here's the bottom line. Hertzberg's bill allows an offender with one or more prior felony convictions, no matter how recent, to be eligible for zero bail. So Hertzberg is lying to people when he says that felons will not get this zero bail treatment. In fact, Vern Pearson said you could drive a semi-truck through the loopholes in Senate Bill 262, all of which will put more dangerous criminals back on our streets. And he's amended... Hertzberg has amended the language of the bill that would just ruin the entire bail industry. Um, 
here, here's a quote from an, an elder Asian woman who talked to the California Globe in San Francisco. Things have gotten so bad, I do not wear my jewelry, my watch. I carry a cheap purse. A couple of weeks ago, one of my best friends was assaulted from behind. He was walking next to his home. An unknown person hit him from behind, hit his eye, knocked him down, kicked him, broke his clavicle. Days after that, an Asian female dentist was shot and killed. She parked her car. Another car pulled up to rob her. Three shots rang out, and she died. And she says, Senate Bill 262 will make things worse. So I'm going to give you the... uh, the phone numbers, again, for Hertzberg. Um, Hertzberg has been a bad, destructive legislator for many years. We fought for him for many years. I don't know why you people in the Valley vote for this guy, but this this takes the cake. I mean, he doesn't, he doesn't even care if a 61-year-old woman gets raped and murdered and her dogs are killed. That doesn't even bother him. You have to start to wonder, right? It would bother you, wouldn't it? If you know your bill would elect exactly the kind of would allow exactly the kind of guy that killed Kate Tibbins. You knew that bill would let a, that guy out after knowing what happened to Tibbets. You wouldn't you wouldn't release this bill. You wouldn't write this bill. You wouldn't think of this bill. You wouldn't manipulate the system to get it through at the last minute, right? Cuz you have a conscience. You don't want other people to suffer horribly. You don't want other people to get murdered and raped. You don't want dogs to be murdered. You don't want homes to be burned. You don't want friends and family living with the memory of what happened to Kate Tibbetts for the rest of their lives. You wouldn't do this. So why do you elect a guy who represents you to do this? This is the harsh question. And this is the question for all the people in the west side of L.A. who are looking at him to become uh, the next supervisor, next county supervisor. Anyway, his, his number is 818-901-5588. 818-901-5588. That's 818-901-5588. And just, just you know, think this, think this through here. I mean, he'll be out of the legislature. You don't have to vote for him for county supervisor. Uh, and, and this stupid no-bail bill could be stopped. And there, there's a there's a this deadline coming up, and one of the things that they're trying to pass on an emergency uh, is is they want to shut down California's last nuclear power plant, even though we're barely making enough energy on hot days to satisfy all the needs of California residents. And Newsom, you know, reversed himself and wants to extend the life of a nuclear plant for 10 years and even pay PG&E money to keep it going. Democratic lawmakers don't want to do this. This is the same crowd. This is the same crowd that's going to get rid of gas-powered cars, force us into electric cars, when the electric grid will never be able to handle it and they don't want the nuclear power plant to supply the electricity that we're going to need for the electric cars. In fact, we need the electricity now. And they want it shut down. And you're going to see this week, you're going to hear about the stupid flex alerts. And the flex alerts are an admission that California has so badly botched our electrical grid that they have to ration power. Which only very poor countries have to do. Unless they live in some... super woke state 
that can't supply basic needs. It's incredible. More coming up. John and Ken show. Ken's away. Did you ever? Did you ever? Um, um, this is gonna sound like a ridiculous question. Would you ever have to take naked pictures of your kids for like medical reasons? No. Or just cutesy pictures? Or oh yeah, I I took cutesy pictures cutesy when they were pictures. running around, and I would I'd say, "Oh, you're naked, naked," and we'd take pictures. Naked, naked. Yeah, that's what I said. I see. It was so cute. <laughs> <laughs> Are you naked, naked? Are you naked, naked? Oh, Look, God. you're naked, naked. What a trauma. Well, if if you have an Android phone and you're connected to the Google system, don't do that because this is one of the most terrifying stories I have ever read. Um, it's centered around a man named Mark. He's in his 40s out of San Francisco. And he had a toddler, has a toddler, and all their details are going to remain anonymous. You could see why. And I think every parent has gone through this. You notice something on your kid, and you get a little scared and wonder what it is. In this case, his son's penis looked swollen and was hurting him. So Mark grabbed his Android smartphone and took photos to document the problem. Track its progression. His wife called a nurse at the healthcare provider to schedule a consultation the next morning by video. This is in the middle of the pandemic. So it's not easy to take your kid in, right, for a check? No, it has to be Zoom. So the nurse said, well, send the photos so the doctor could review them in advance before the video meeting. So Mark's wife grabbed her husband's Android phone and texted a few close-ups of their son's groin area to her iPhone so she could upload them to the healthcare provider's messaging system. In one of the pictures, Mark's hand was visible, helping to better display the swelling. I guess he was positioning the kid's penis in a way so that the camera could capture the problem. Uh, the doctor diagnoses the issue. Prescribed antibiotics, cleared it up. But that is the beginning of a long odyssey. Um, he Technology companies capture so much data that they have artificial intelligence that scans the data and decided that that picture was child porn. And... All his Google accounts were locked. He had 10 years worth of contacts, emails, photos, and they were all locked away. Still can't access them. And he's had a police investigation started against him. Uh, he started the Google, the Gmail account in the mid-2000s. Scheduled all his appointments on Google Calendar. His smartphone backed up his photos and videos to the Google Cloud. He had a phone plan with Google Fi. And two days after taking the photos of his son, his phone gave him a weird sound, like a bloop sound, a notification. His account had been disabled because of harmful content. Severe violation of Google policies. Might be illegal. And... Uh, possible reasons included ch child sexual abuse and exploitation. 
And he was confused. And then he remembered his son's infection and thought, oh, God, Google probably thinks it was child porn. Wow. He used to work as a software engineer, and he, he knew how this worked. An automated system flags the video content as problematic. Um, he filled out a form to review, but Google gets thousands of these complaints. Do you know in 2021, Google filed 600,000 reports of child abuse? Disabled 270,000 accounts? Look what's out there. But poor Mark and his wife got caught up in this. He couldn't access his old phone number because it was a Google number. Couldn't access his email address. He couldn't get the security codes to sign into all his other Internet accounts. So most of his digital life was gone. And the only thing Google says is child sexual abuse material is abhorrent and we're committed to preventing the spread of it on our platforms. And then the Times goes into a, a similar story for a, a, a guy in Texas. And if, if you have all your digital life tied up with one company like Google, they can shut you out of everything. And they still, to this day, have not answered his appeal. He looked at suing Google, but the lawyer said, well, it's going to cost you $7,000 just to start. And Mark just doesn't think it's worth the money. So he uses a Hotmail address for his email, and people make fun of him for that, which I found amusing. Have you, I've heard, I, apparently there's some email addresses that are not cool, and you get mocked for it. I have one that's not cool, and I get comments all the time, and I'm wondering, what the hell do you care about my email address? Well, yours is so old school. Well, what does it matter? It's an email address. I know, but still, get with the time. I didn't know it was 2003. <laughs> <laughs> I don't Hotmail, know. AOL, come on. Well, but that, what, is that, what does it matter? It all works the same. It's That's just, fair. It just stands out. Like a... Okay, but I don't want to change my email address for a, a thousand reasons. No, I get it. I get it. I don't care what people's email addresses are. I... Anyway... Um, Obviously, not all pictures of naked children are pornographic or abusive. But, you know, try telling that to an algorithm or, you know, the, uh, the geeks at, at Google. Now, I wonder, since it's got a, uh, a lot of play here in, in the New York Times, if anything is going to be done. Um, I mean, the San Francisco police, they have all the contents of his Google account. And Mark is trying to get a copy of that from them. But isn't that frightening that you have this, I hate to use this tired phrase, but this big brother super corporation locks up all your private information because their stupid computer doesn't understand that this was a medical problem and nobody at the company is interested in correcting the issue? And this is worse than the government because Google is way smarter and more effective than the government. This is a case of technology working way too well. Yeah, I know. And then the people owning and running the technology not caring about all the terrible consequences. I was just also shocked to see that they've disabled 270,000 accounts. Now, I wonder what percentage of those were innocent people. 
But I'm looking at this and I'm thinking, well, I'm not ever going to take, well, I don't have an Android phone, but I wouldn't get one now. I don't know what Apple does. But, you know, my kids are grown, but, you know, back, uh, well, you know, back during the nakey dakey days. <laughs> Although I never ran ran around saying nakey nakey. Well, that's you. I'm sure you said other silly things that I wouldn't have said. <laughs> Nakey, nakey. Nakey, nakey. Coming up after 5 o'clock, we are going to tell you the story of the Virginia governor who has made it clear he does not want Virginia becoming like California. He said that explicitly, and it's over our ban on gas-powered cars. Uh, it's, uh, it's a weird story, uh, but uh, apparently the old governor uh, wanted to turn Virginia into an East Coast version of our uh, idiotic state. So I'll get, get into that coming up. Uh, after Deborah's news, uh, Deborah, yes, on your list of uh, fears, phobias, traumas, paranoias, mm-hmm. flying. I don't like flying. I'm going to be flying next week. Uh, yeah, not a fan, but I like to travel. What are you? You, you afraid? You know, of cra- I'm afraid of crashing. Crashing, right? Yes. Do you think the odds of crashing would increase or decrease? If the two pilots got into a fist fight in the cockpit. I think the odds would increase. Uh Well, you would not have wanted to have been on this flight. Oh, God. Uh, This uh, happened on an Air France flight. Uh, The two pilots, uh, the the plane was going from Paris to Geneva. Uh, According to the news, it was on an Airbus A320. They had a disagreement that turned into a physical altercation in the middle of the flight. On. We're grown-ups, aren't we? They they started uh, assaulting each other shortly after takeoff while the plane was climbing into no. cruising altitude. So it hadn't even gotten up <laughs> to, a, to its final altitude. This is ridiculous. <laughs> they, they don't know why they were fighting, but they grabbed each other by the collars and started uh, hitting and slapping each other. They made so much noise that other crew members... <laughs> Uh, got into the uh, cockpit. I thought those cockpits. I was were... going to say, how did anybody see? Because how could they get in? They're locked, right? Well, that's in America. Maybe in France. Oh, no, right? Maybe. Maybe. Can you imagine? They could have just. They could have knocked each other out. Okay, I don't care what you're pissed off about. Fly the friggin' plane and then deal with it when you land. Like, what could you do? I don't know. To, to piss a. Most of those guys seem really. Very even-tempered yeah. and bland, really. I mean, you know, they, they're they sitting in a cockpit. They don't have a whole lot to do. Except fly a plane. You're responsible right. for a but, lot of people's lives. Right, but uh, the takeoff and landing are kind of tense. But once once you're cruising, you're basically you're sitting there. You're on autopilot. Yeah. And... Right, but this was happening while they were taking yeah. off, yeah. which is very that, – that's, that's an important part of the flight. Yeah. Uh, one pilot said there was an inadvertent blow that led to the escalation. The other pilot claims it was a slap. One of the pilots said the other threw a wooden object in his face. What? I don't know. I don't know what that would be. Everything's worded really, really vaguely. So anyway, other members of the crew stepped in to defuse the situation. And one, they had a babysitter. For the rest of the flight, <laughs> a member of the crew. Well, I would hope so. Moved into the cockpit to uh, keep the peace and, and record the situation. 
And uh, the airline has, has confirmed that all this really happened. So what's going to happen to these guys? Well, uh, let me see here. Fire. Uh, what's happened? <laughs> that's, that's a firing offense. There, there, there's I, I there's no second so. chances there. I, I, I would think so. It, it doesn't say. I mean, they're, they're, they're in investigating. Um, it, it, it would, you know, the Bureau of, uh, Bureau of Civil Aviation in France never even got a report on it. Since they, since they didn't crash the plane, there were no consequences for the flight. So the government did not even get an official report. Uh, the pilots have been removed pending, uh, the investigation and a decision. So at the moment, they're not flighting. What's the deci- the decision should be you guys need to find other jobs. You can't do that. You can't com- you can't lose your control and start fighting while you're flying the plane while you're taking off. Here's another Air France issue. This is a separate flight. Uh it was going from the Congo to Paris back in December. There was a fuel tank leak and the pilots failed to follow the emergency procedures of shutting down the engine so that the fuel wouldn't catch fire. So they're, they're, Air France is doing a safety audit now. <laughs> oh, my God. This is crazy. That's not, doesn't seem to be that, that well-trained tra- organization. I don't think I'm going to be on an Air <laughs> you, France flight you, anytime soon. <laughs> you imagine opening the cockpit no, door and they're, and they're wailing away at each no, other. I, no. <laughs> <laughs> That's terrifying. Oh, God. God, wait until you at least get cruise control. Right. All right. Now, coming up uh, after 5 o'clock, uh, well, we got we got a number of things. Have you heard about this, this phrase called quiet quitting? No. Uh, quiet quitting seems to be all the rage among younger workers. And it's actually connected with me because I have run into a long stream of trying to deal with companies and service reps on the phone and it seems nobody does their job mm-hmm. at all that's for and, sure. and and it, there's always been some of that in the world but there's been so many i keep asking my wife and i keep saying what's going on something's gone wrong well it's ever since the pandemic ever- i feel that everything has changed right well that i've found three separate news stories on this in a week and normally i don't jump on these social trend stories because a lot of times it's just made up by editors and writers looking for clicks and there's really nothing to it or they just have one or two random examples but i think there is something going on and that a lot of people are getting paid but have actually given up on working and they're doing the minimum to get by and i think this also explains why there's 11 million job openings in the nation and nobody's filling them yeah i don't understand how they can afford well, not to have jobs well it looks like it looks like the pandemic and all the free money and just uh, the trauma of the last few years has has made everything go haywire. We'll explain all this coming up. John and Ken show. Deborah Mark has the news. KFI AM640. It's never been more important to diversify your financial portfolio. Well, that's right. The S&P is down 20% from the last year, and this year looks even worse. Gold and precious metals offer a hedge against inflation and stock market volatility. And Legacy Precious Metals is the company Ken and I trust. Protect your retirement account by rolling it into a gold-backed IRA or have metals shipped directly to your door. Call our friends at Legacy Precious Metals today at 866-691-2173. Or visit buylegacygold.com. Okay, round two. Name something that's not boring. A laundry? Ooh, a book club. 
Computer solitaire, huh? Ah, oh, sorry. We were looking for Chumba Casino. That's right. Chumbacasino.com has over 100 casino-style games. Join today and play for free for your chance to redeem some serious prizes. Chumbacasino.com. No purchase necessary. Forward, prohibited by law. 18 plus. Terms and conditions apply. See website for details. Live Nation presents Concert Week. Now through May 14th, get $25 tickets to over 5,000 shows. That's up to 75% off a summer full of your favorite artists like 21 Savage, Alanis Morissette, Cage the Elephant, Celeste Barber, Dirk Bentley, Fade, Hootie and the Blowfish, Janet Jackson, Kids Bob Kids, Megan Trainor, Bissell Puma, Sarah McLaughlin. Get tickets to more than 5,000 summer shows for just $25. Until now through May 14th. Visit LiveNation.com slash Concert to learn more and plan your summer with Sean Paul, Sum 41, 30 Seconds from Mars, oh, and Two Door Cinema Club. Asking the right questions can greatly impact your future, especially when it comes to your finances. So if you're looking for a financial advisor you can trust, certified financial planner professionals are committed to acting in your best interest. That's why it's got to be a CFP. Find your CFP professional at letsmakeaplan.org.